millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second-guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. This morning, monster storms roll through Victoria. Power out, hundreds of calls for help, and there's more wild weather on the way. Schools back before the rapid tests arrive. The first students head to class in New South Wales. Locked up, former TV host Andrew O'Keefe accused of choking and punching a woman. A chunk of a SpaceX rocket on a collision course with the moon. And Ash Barty writes herself into the history books, storming into the Australian Open final. This is 7 News with Jodie Spears. Good morning. Damaging storms are rolling through Victoria with intense rainfall recorded in Geelong overnight and the nearby suburb of Belmont hit with flash flooding. Yesterday, a freak bolt of lightning sparked a major blaze at a home in Melbourne's north, leaving an elderly couple in hospital. The system has left nearly 3,000 people without power in the state's west, while the SES received more than 100 calls for help in Mildura, where water was sent up onto roads. It's predicted to continue into the weekend. New health protocols are being put to the test as teachers and some students head back to school in New South Wales. Families will receive eight rapid tests for each student and they're being asked to test their child twice a week for the first four weeks. Kids in primary school are being encouraged to wear masks, but for all high school students and staff, they're compulsory. Public school students will return to class on the 1st of February. Debate continues to rage over whether fully vaccinated should mean three doses of a COVID vaccine instead of two. Let's go to political reporter Rob Scott in Canberra now. Good morning, Rob. This was just another item on the agenda at National Cabinet. Yes, it was, Jody. With the decision made to keep the current two-dose definition of what it means to be fully vaccinated and not include boosters. That's despite a push from the Victorian Premier Daniel Andrews for third jabs to be made mandatory, saying he believes it's only a matter of time before being boosted will become a requirement to enter restaurants, bars, cafes and hairdressers. Now, the latest figures show around 7 million Australians have had a third shot. Premiers and Chief Ministers also raised concerns at the meeting yesterday that they are still experiencing problems driving Indigenous vaccination rates due to widespread disinformation in parts of those communities. Uh, the leaders reported pressures, pressure on hospitals is slowly starting to decrease, but they are all bracing for an increase in COVID infections as schools go back and as winter draws closer. And despite a push from the retail sector to extend isolation exemptions to all shop, warehouse and distribution centre workers, no changes were made to who is considered an essential worker. 
Jodie. Okay, Rob Scott in Canberra, thank you. Former television presenter Andrew O'Keefe has spent the night in a police cell accused of a shocking attack on a woman at a Sydney apartment. The one-time domestic violence campaigner is now charged with choking, punching and kicking his victim and is set to face court today. Out of control in the back of a police wagon. Andrew O'Keefe erratic, enraged, kicking and banging. A fallen TV star. Arrested once again, this time over the alleged assault of a woman with whom it's believed he was striking up a business partnership. Police say the 38-year-old victim visited O'Keefe at his sister's apartment on Tuesday afternoon. A shouting match erupted before it turned physical. The 50-year-old allegedly grabbing the woman by the throat, pushing her to the ground and punching her. Police believe O'Keefe struck again before she left the unit, throwing more punches and kicking her. The woman reported the incident to police and following an investigation, officers arrested O'Keefe, a former White Ribbon ambassador. Yesterday afternoon, an outburst at a Sydney police station. In January last year, O'Keefe was accused of assaulting his ex-girlfriend. Charges of domestic violence were dismissed in June on mental health grounds after the court heard he was in a manic bipolar episode. He was then arrested again in September at a CBD apartment over a domestic violence incident with a woman at her home in Point Piper before being charged with assault and breaching his AVO. Edwina Bartholomew, 7 News. Drivers are bracing for more pain at the petrol pump today with prices tipped to break records. We could be slugged more than $2 a litre with the terminal gate price predicted to reach an historic high. This has nothing to do with what's going on in Australia and everything to do with what's going on around the world. Global oil supply shortages and geopolitical tensions between Russia and Ukraine are being blamed for the price hike. South Australia's education union has withdrawn plans for a teacher's strike. Members previously voted to walk off the job on the first day of the term, saying the government's back-to-school plan wasn't thorough enough, but constructive discussions about the use of air purifiers, masks and rapid tests have prompted the union to call for a new ballot and hold off on striking. Mining magnate Clive Palmer is launching new legal action against the WA Premier. The billionaire is looking to sue Mark McGowan for $50 million, claiming lies and deceit. The action is believed to be over laws which prevented him from claiming damages over a delayed mining project. Palmer and McGowan are also suing each other in a defamation trial set to take place in Sydney. A 6.2 magnitude earthquake has struck off the coast of Tonga a day after Australian aid arrived to assist with the country's tsunami recovery. It's understood there's no danger of potentially dangerous waves. The epicentre is 219 kilometres northwest of the island of Lafuka. There have been no immediate reports of damage, but communication remains limited. The Great Barrier Reef is about to get a major funding boost. The federal government set to announce today that it's spending $1 billion on conservation. It's hoped the funding will go towards protecting jobs and local tourism revenue, as well as improving water quality, reef management and research. It adds to the $2 billion already committed under a joint federal and Queensland government program. 
A Perth man has been arrested after slamming his car into a shopfront church. The 29-year-old was found hours after the crash asleep inside the damaged BMW. He was able to be pulled from the car window before police conducted a breath test. The cause of the collision isn't yet clear. Forget don't try this at home. Police say we shouldn't try a stunt like this full stop. Balancing on one foot, a motorbike rider has been captured doing a wheelie across several lanes on a busy Queensland motorway. A dumb act that left others on the road dumbfounded. (laughs) On one wheel and one foot, the rider stands on the seat. Dancing with death, he swaps feet. David captured the stunt on the Ipswich motorway. He would have been going around about 90. He was weaving in between cars, went into the outside lane. His video was 27 seconds. The wheelie lasted longer. Just astounded that the people choose to do that sort of thing on a public road. There's not the only life in danger. If that then sets off a chain reaction of someone taking evasive action, um, that could have easily have ended up in a very, very serious crash. Police are aware of the video, but without a number plate, it's almost impossible to track down the rider. Officers say anyone who witnesses a stunt like this should report it immediately. If caught, the rider would need a good lawyer. It would be a very significant monetary penalty uh, or potentially a short term of imprisonment. Up to three years behind bars, the motorbike impounded for three months. For that type of footage, which is... Uh, fairly outrageous behaviour. Behaviour that could cost a licence to drive, which isn't a licence to kill. Alex Lewis, 7 News. Before she was killed in a tragic accident south of Sydney, Libby Rouge dreamt of becoming a dentist to change people's lives one smile at a time. Now her mother has created a charity in her honour, giving young adults orthodontic treatment they otherwise couldn't afford. 19-year-old Libby Rouge was an aspiring dentist who wanted to help people feel confident. But her life and her dreams were cut short when she was mowed down by an out-of-control car in Wollongong in late 2020. Her friends suffered serious injuries. Libby will live on and that's what we want. We never want her to be forgotten. Her mother Julie has been named LG's local hero after starting a charity in Libby's honour to pay for dental work for those who can't afford it. Smiling is just something that's so important for us We had to find something positive to come out of such a tragedy. The foundation has literally brought a smile to Libby's best friend. You know how the two teeth are quite level? Yeah. Georgia Beatty is undergoing $17,000 worth of orthodontics in the same clinic where Libby started as a dental assistant. I'm always smiling. You, If this was two years ago, you wouldn't have seen a smile on my face at all. Just changing someone's smile Um, just gives them that confidence. It just brings out their real personality. Something that was close to Libby's heart. Natasha Squarey, 7 News. The Bee Gees' Sir Barry Gibb has claimed a new honour. The music icon has been appointed an honorary companion in the Order of Australia. The announcement came yesterday from the Governor-General. Gibb, recognised for his service to the performing arts as a musician, songwriter and record producer. He was recommended for the award by Prime Minister Scott Morrison. 
Checking finance now, the Dow, jo Dow Jones is up 423 points. The Nasdaq is also up. In London, the FTSE added 84 points and Germany's DAX gained. Closer to home, Japan's Nikkei closed 841 points down. Hong Kong's Hang Seng also fell. The All Lords closed lower, as did the ASX 200. On the commodities market, gold is trading at 1,792 US dollars an ounce. Oil is 87 US dollars a barrel. The Aussie dollar is buying 70.39 US cents, 81 Japanese yen and $1.06 New Zealand. It's like something out of a sci-fi movie. A chunk of a SpaceX rocket, which blasted off years ago and was abandoned in space, is going to crash into the moon. Let's go live now to Miley Hogan in our US Bureau. Good morning, Miley. When will it hit? Jody, good morning. Astronomers predict that this chunk of metal will hit the moon on March 4. It weighs 4,000 kilograms and is moving at close to 9,000 kilometres an hour. The piece of metal is originally from a SpaceX rocket that launched back in 2015. And ever since then, uh, it has been abandoned and space left behind. Now, that is perfectly normal practice uh, for this kind of thing. But astronomers say that since then, it has been in what they call a chaotic orbit and now the moon's gravitational pull is dragging it in. It's not expected to cause much damage and we won't be able to see it from Earth because it will hit the dark side of the moon. You've got a four-ton chunk of metal hitting the moon at 5,000 miles an hour and so it's going to make a nice little artificial crater uh, there's going to be no sound, of course, because there's no air on the moon, so it'll be a silent smash. It's the first man-made object to accidentally hit the moon that we know of. Astronomers say that it highlights the bigger problem of space junk and with so many players, uh, with some players now starting to enter the industry, astronomers are saying that it might be time to start introducing regulation. OK, Marley Hogan, thank you. The Kremlin has responded to a letter from the US saying it sees little grounds for optimism over the standoff with Ukraine. It says it's taken the time to study written responses from the White House and NATO, which made it clear Western allies will not accede to its demands. The country's foreign minister says there's hope for the start of a serious conversation. Boris Johnson now says he will resign, but only if it's found that he knowingly misled Parliament over his participation in more than a dozen parties during lockdown. The British Prime Minister is still awaiting the findings of an inquiry into the scandal, a spokesman confirming a report hasn't yet been handed down, but promising it would be published in full. Half a dozen people have launched a lawsuit against the operator of Japan's Fukushima nuclear plant after developing thyroid cancer. The plaintiffs, who were between 6 and 16 years old at the time of the 2011 nuclear disaster, all had to undergo surgery to remove their thyroid glands, alleging radiation was to blame. They're seeking more than $11 million in compensation. You'll no longer be able to listen to Neil Young's music on Spotify. <clears throat> the singer-songwriter announced he doesn't want his music on the same platform as the controversial US podcaster Joe Rogan, claiming he's spreading misinformation about COVID vaccines. Spotify obliged and took Young's music off its streaming service, saying it balances safety for listeners with freedom for creators. It added it hopes to welcome him back soon. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. 
Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no-brainers. And if you have a lot of mailing to do, stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer. It streamlines your processes to make your business more efficient, which makes you less busy. Mail checks, invoices, legal documents, and everything you need to keep your business running with Stamps.com. Seamlessly connect with every major marketplace and shopping cart. Schedule package pickups and see your cheapest and fastest shipping options from different carriers. With rates up to 89% off USPS and UPS rates. And with the Stamps.com mobile app, you can take care of mailing and shipping wherever you are. Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Sign up with code PROGRAM for a 4-week trial, plus free postage and a free digital scale. No long-term commitments or contracts. That's Stamps.com. Code PROGRAM. Ashbart, he has become the first Australian woman to reach an Australian Open singles final since Wendy Turnbull did in 1980 after defeating American Madison Keys in straight sets. She will face Danielle Collins, who upset seventh seed Iga Swiatek 6-4-6-1 to reach her first Grand Slam final. Australian of the Year Dylan Alcott was denied a fairy tale finish, losing his wheelchair quad final to Dutchman Sam Schroeder. The match marks Alcott's retirement from tennis. The Dockers have continued their unbeaten start to the AFLW season, dismantling fellow Premiership contender Collingwood by 31 points. Skipper Hayley Miller was outstanding, kicking two goals while Gemma Horton put on the finishing touches. Can she kick a goal? What a finish! The highlights just keep on coming for the Dockers. The Socceroos got their World Cup qualification campaign back on track after Tom Rogic inspired a 4-0 win over Vietnam in front of 27,000 fans in Melbourne. And the Matildas have finished the Asian Cup group stage with a clean sweep of wins after beating Thailand 2-1. They face South Korea in the quarterfinals on Sunday. Australia is in command of the Women's Ashes Test in Canberra. Sent in by England, the Aussies slumped to three for 43 before Rachel Haynes and Meg Lanning led the fight back. Lanning fell just short of a maiden test century, dismissed for 93. Talia McGrath was the fourth Aussie to reach 50, but she was out on the last ball of the day. Australia will begin day two, seven for 327. You can watch it live on seven. The first of our winter athletes have arrived in Beijing ahead of the start of the Winter Olympics next week. The moguls team, including Jakara Anthony, Britt Cox and Matt Graham, travelled from their pre-games training camp in Finland late yesterday. They were joined by some of our luge, snowboarding and short track stars. The Winter Olympics begin next Friday, live on 7. Taking a look at the weather around the country now, a deep trough will cross central and southeastern Australia, bringing showers and severe thunderstorm activity. The monsoon trough and a low will bring heavy rain and storms to the tropics, while a trough over western Australia will see heat building and trigger showers and storms. 
Around the capitals today, a shower or two in Brisbane, heading for a top of 30 degrees. 29 and partly cloudy in Sydney. A possible storm, 29 as well in Canberra. Heavy rain for Melbourne, heading for 32 degrees. Hobart, showers and 26. 27 with a possible storm in Adelaide. Sunny and 35 degrees in Perth. And a possible storm for Darwin, a top of 31 degrees. And that's 7 Early News for this Friday, the 28th of January 2022.